right, guys. Welcome back to the Yammer. Yammer time. The big Y A M M E R. Good job. That's yep, there two we go. I can spell. So this this episode, we we're bringing it back. We got a big change happening with the Yammer. We're no longer the American Yammer. We are just the Y A M M E R. The Yammer. It's just good old fashioned worldly Yammer. Just good old fashioned worldly <laughs> Yammer. On the episode today, we start with the sequence of part one, Mumble Chatter. We're catching up, seeing what's happening in each other's lives. Mm -hmm. Part two, we're going deep, as deep as two lads will go in the topic of toxic masculinity. Number three, we, we leave you with a challenge. We want you to do it. Don't just pretend to do it. Growth doesn't happen when you pretend to do it. Mm. My friends, you're going to get a lot of today's episode. We hope that you enjoy it. We hope you enjoy it <laughs> let's go <laughs> i don't know i think we should probably change the uh the logo or oh, the name <laughs> those did look cool are we live yeah we're live what do you think of the new ones i thought they were cool yeah. yeah yeah so you've been you've been up to a lot of design you should go into design work um you know, I did a little bit of it when I I worked at the uh, Barn Dinner Theater uh, years ago. I didn't know that. Yeah, and uh, I kind of took over like their quote unquote marketing, social media presence part, and I didn't. Um, I enjoyed it, but I would, you know, if I were designing a flyer for a show or mm -hmm. a, a production, I might work on that flyer. Poor Rick, my boss, would pay me like a week's worth of pay just to work on this flyer. Mm. I get so into all the details yeah i could tell i get lost in it and i'd be sitting there working on a the bottom banner of a flyer and making sure it looks good forever well, there's a lot of good in that some people go too fast <sighs> maybe yeah but uh yeah man good morning good morning right now it is 5 39 eastern time north carolina mm. planet earth <laughs> we are rotating I can feel it. You feel that rotation? Yeah. That'd be pretty cool if we did. You can't. Huh? Sometimes you... I do. <laughs> Could be my beard goggles. Hey, speaking of beards, I finished that uh, 30 day uh, dry January. Yeah, good work, man. Congratulations. Yeah, it was fun. And then, uh, so I had a beer last night. A celebratory beer. A celebratory beer. Good old PBR. There you go. And it's the same seven that have been sitting in my fridge since uh new year's um I, I opened it and i took a sip and i told told my wife i said it tastes like uh the way a, a bar smells mm. you know if you ever go into a bar like during the daytime hours or um, are we talking about a fancy bar or like one of those sketch bars like a nasty bar yeah so i bet you kept drinking it no i didn't oh. I, kept, <laughs> I got down to about two-thirds of it okay and then uh, i dumped it in the sink and i grabbed a uh uh, buble sparkling water and it and it did the trick there you go it's like this is pretty gross yeah so um you finally realized that, that low, no low key pbr I, th I think a pbr has its place like um after a run or something like or you're out working in the yard and you got a cold pbr like frozen where you can't taste it yeah like really cold yeah. <laughs> like a little bit of frozen yeah, froth at yeah, the I top. I don't even know what flavor this is. I'm in it for the coldness. Yeah, pretty much. But it was um, it was a fun challenge. Um, 
felt my energy come back. Um, little burst of like, like energy in the evenings where I mm-hmm. normally wouldn't have it. Yeah, like um, no more of those crashes. Yeah, yeah. they're just. Uh, it was. Uh, it was worth it. And I think I'm gonna try to. It'd be nice to be the guy who just drinks once in a blue moon, you know. Yeah. Like no big deal about it. Like if it's on a Tuesday with friends, then that's that's fine. But yeah, you know, um, not the come home from work, grab a beer. Yeah. You know that whole thing, because that was exhausting, an exhausting few years. There you go. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that, that's good. I think I, I like the way different beers taste. So yeah. I, I definitely like looking at how to integrate something of enjoyment. Yeah. But in a way of it's not impeding, it's not, you know, hurting you in life. You're not taking it to the next level and abusing it. There you go. Because, you know, in a lot of ways it could be like any other variable you put in your life. And it could be exercise. The next thing you know, you're exercising eight hours a day. At that point, you know, you're breaking down bones. Yeah. And you're going to burn out. Exactly. You're going to burn out. I never did burn out with beer. <clears throat> what else have you been up to? Uh, well, um, I think it would be beneficial for the listeners to understand that you've been dealing with me uh, and all the chaos of the podcast going. He's just in my passenger seat of the uh, mm. podcast car <laughs> watching send, me take send, left, send prayers. left turns, right turns, stop, and then take off again, and then sharp turn to the left well, to the right or whatever this, this dude is like all right man listen this is the american the american now is now is the yammer, the yammer. yep but it was the Ameri- it. but it was the american yammer he's like look here's a sketch out of what we're gonna do abc and i'm like i'm, I'm like that looks great i'm all for it let's do it two uh, seconds later i got this whole new idea scratch the whole thing i go all right i'll i'll be he kind the whole I'll, time I support, i'll be kind to it throws out a whole new plan Red Dead. Three minutes later, I get a text about it. Yeah, let's scratch that too. <laughs> it's, it's, it's terrible. Yeah, so it's terrible. Um, but I, hey, I love you, man. Thanks, buddy. But li- I I really appreciate your patience with it. Um, I'm gonna try not to switch it up again. I think this is I think this is gonna be the one. This is gonna be the million dollar idea. All right, all right. So uh. Yeah, we we consolidated the name down to the Yammer because it's 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 what the podcast is most often referred to as. Correct. And it's, it's like um, if we're out amongst the fellas in a workout, they're they're asking, "How's the Yammer?" You know, uh, when's the next episode of the Yammer? Yeah, all these things. So it it just made sense, and it's I don't know easier to roll off the tongue, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, changed up some of the graphics for the logo. Yep, yep. Now you see both of our handsome faces on there. Yeah, that was a lot of fun to uh, design and play with. Um, yeah, good work. They came out. They came out cool. Thanks. I like man. the glasses. I look like uh, Stevie Stevie Wonder. Yeah, or like, or, or like a Ray Charles. <laughs> Ray Charles. Yeah. Like, very cool. Very cool. Very cool. Could be blind. Maybe Could, not. Maybe not. You can still see your eyes through it, which is neat. With the, the yeah. The way I, I edited it. I was like, I, I wasn't even wearing glasses. Somehow, <laughs> somehow glasses magically appeared in this picture. It was awesome. But no, I had a lot of fun doing that. Um, and then uh, we've still got some things, I guess, on the list of um, of to-do for the Yammer, uh, which will be fun to uh, unpack and unfold with you. So going forward. Yeah, yep. And then we got a new sequence, right? We're still going to be into the mumble chatter yeah. in the beginning. And then after that, we'll hit the main topic. 
and then we're going to give everyone out there including ourselves i know you're big on that yeah a uh, challenge yeah and then next episode plug in we're gonna ask you about the challenge mm-hmm. uh, we'd love if you hit us up on twitter and uh, yeah and tweet tweet us <laughs> <laughs> and my wife gets on me when i talk about twitter she's like it ain't that you're sounding closer and closer to 40 yeah <laughs> so it should be like hit me on the big t on the big t yeah and t stands for the twitter platform the t- <laughs> obviously it's, uh who wants twitter it's not meta it's elon isn't it, i guess yeah yeah um so yeah you know do the challenge hit us up on there let us know what let us, let us know what it's like for you which is part of you know the foundation that we're doing here on the yammer yeah building better men in the community and we can talk about it all day long but you got to do the work if you want to see the outcome yeah it's um it's it's been uh it's been a fun ride trying to figure out the direction of this thing um just had a bunch of ideas man uh but when it all boils down to it it's um how can we serve uh men in the community and blah 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 yeah you love serving men (laughs) yes in in a positive uh encouraging way so um, if you're a dad with, uh, with you're you're married and you got a bunch of youngins, then this is it. This is your this this should be your show. Yeah. Um, or if you don't have any kids, you don't. And if, if maybe if that's something you're aspiring to, then uh, this is your show. If you decide you don't want to have kids or, yep. or whatever, this is your show. <laughs> yeah. If you're a guy out there stuck in between jobs, feeling a little bit low, this is your show. Yeah. If you're a guy out there and you're like, man, I may have a big old ego, I got to bring down. This is this your, show. your show. Yeah. It's going to. Yep. If you move to a new town and you're feeling a little bit lonely. Hey. This is your show. We're here. We should, we should do a whole episode on that. <laughs> that, could be, <laughs> that could be fun. <laughs> if you just graduated from college and you're like, man, it's a big world. What am I going to do? Hey. Tune in. It. There you go. Tune, Tune in. in. This is your show. <laughs> we'll have a list of, uh, of, of, of common life issues. We're just going to tackle them all. Yep. Each, every, each episode. For guys, <laughs> yeah, but we're we're hitting that solid. This, this is for the dudes. Mm. This is for the guys. This is for the boys. Yeah, yeah. Learn, grow, face that man in the mirror. Learn to love him. Learn to accept him. Learn to build them up and work your way to your best, healthy version. That's it, man. That should be the uh, uh, the uh, mission statement. Right that could, there. That could that be one. a good one. Want to take a clip of it put it at the intro it could be but then uh, once we do knowing you five minutes later change it i'm gonna change it <laughs> i think some of the other uh the the f3 packs they they are aware of my um shenanigans shenanigans yeah for sure uh being uh consistent and persistent mm-hmm. those two things i think are important so hold me to it and we'll be just fine we'll be just fine enjoy the ride if you need to consult on somebody you can call my wife <laughs> call like what the hell is he doing mm-hmm. Like, are you letting him do all this? She's like, I've been trying. I've been trying to figure it out for years now. She, she, like, you're texting her or whatever, and she's. I'm sitting on the uh, the other end of the room on my phone. What does she say? Down do you ideas. tell her? Do you tell her about about this flip flop? Yeah, I do, and I think she's so immune to it. It's normal. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, we're gonna. We decided to take it in a different direction, and she's like, oh, okay, that's that's nice. I hope you still have fun. <laughs> Good for her. She's built dissociation. There you go. Yeah, she's the association. So get with her, build a team. Um, no, she's disassociated. She's oh, like, disassociated. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, she has. Except for when it comes to 
sometimes I can do it and she'll, I'll, I'll like bring her in mm-hmm. to my chaos. Yeah. You know, if I, and I got to present it subconsciously to her in a way that she's going to get excited about it. It's very strange. Like if we're rearranging or something in the house, mm-hmm. I have to wait until I know that she's in the, in the, in the right headspace. And okay. then I'll mention it and she'll jump on board with me and to entertain my craziness. Ah. It's, it's weird psychological games. Very, very neat. <laughs> very different. So what have you had going on since our last episode? Man, I feel like I've been in the trenches. You know, I've missed with the uh, organization that we're with, F3, um, which is a, a workout group, a.k.a. Colt. That's, <laughs> that's free. It's a free, free Colt. Um, so you know it's not a Colt when it's free. Uh-uh. They don't, they don't make you do work other than workouts uh-huh. but i've missed a good i think i've done one workout in almost two weeks oh there no. but yeah. you know i still grind here yeah um and i just i've been busy yeah you know, busy with work we got a new hire um i started teaching on the side to kind of see if that could be fun oh yeah um and my wife was sick and the kids were sick for a whole week last week yeah and you know that always puts a little bit of shift in the schedule and who's got to pick up um, yeah, you know, for for that person. Um, but yeah, so that's been you know when the schedule gets a little bit off, you can, you feel kind of off. Yeah, um, for sure. But I have been been proud of myself because I've kept up my pull up challenge. I think nice. I told you I, I try to do a pull up challenge where I'll do. Let's see, first week of January it was um, ten pull ups per minute, all the way to ten sets. Um, and every week I built, uh, I'll go up by one. Yeah. Um, so I'm still going at it. It's good. Uh, yeah. And if, I mean, it feels cool. Yeah. Yeah. Is it still difficult each time? It's you still do it? difficult. Yeah. yeah. Like I go up there and I'm like, man, all right. Uh, you know, I get excited to see if I can just pump them out. But I still get to like that 15 number and I'm like, oh, I'm just tired. I don't know if I can do 15 pull ups straight. And then you feel like your back feels like yeah. tense during the day. It's it, it's, yeah. it's different, you know. So it's a different exercise, different than like a merc, a push up, mm-hmm. than a crunch. Yeah, yeah it's you, different. you're hanging. You know, you can't really substitute too many other muscles to help you there. No, you can't, and it's very um, isolated. Yeah, uh, with the lats and mm-hmm. other other muscles, like forearms, hand strength. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I don't know if I could do 15 straight. Maybe I could. But it's cool though. At the end of the week, you're like, dang, I did like 200. Yeah, yeah. You're, so that's that's neat to see. Have you looked into the uh, the David Goggins? Um, That's what got me on it. Yeah, I read that book, and, and he was talking about his pull-ups. Yeah, um, I think he holds the record. Yeah, so then I was like, let me try some of that. Kind of, <laughs> kind of see where I get. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, so that's 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 been good. That's been fun. Let's see what else have I been up to. That's interesting. I think your kids may have got my kids sick. Nah. Yeah. Your kids probably got my kids sick. No. We ours didn't start till this week after we 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 had a play date on Saturday. No, we had a play date and y'all left and my kids were like, "No." Sick. <laughs> it's terrible, man. Those kids came over and got us. I'm sorry I interrupted you, bud. No, you're good. What what'd you have going on? What else? Busyness, sickness, Business, juggling. sickness, juggling um Every every time the uh, the counseling practice that my wife and I own, we bring in a new hire. It's like exciting, but yeah. then it's also like you feel such a sense of responsibility to like mm. bring the person in and provide them with stability and make mm. sure you know they're they've got some patients they're working with and they're doing a good job. 
so it's it's always you never get used to it like yeah. you, you get excited because yeah. you're like man this is this person's gonna come in and they're gonna kick butt and they're gonna help out people and they're gonna help in ways that i can't mm. you know just hit different angles because mm-hmm. there's always something but then there's like the stress of like the business side of all right mm. i gotta make sure that they're okay they've got mm-hmm. people they're working with they're making good income to support their you know their goals and so forth mm-hmm. so just balancing those two no yeah I still imagine. getting used to it i could imagine yeah. and is this like a new are they new to the profession or are they just no, new no. to your office it's just new to the office yeah. yeah so they've you know they've counseled before elsewhere good. Um, but sometimes we had we we hired um two therapists in the past yeah that just got out of school and you know it was their first clinical job um and they're doing great yeah you know they're, they're doing great in there that's awesome but it's it's the mixture right yeah. you, you have that sense of responsibility um and you want them to like to be okay to earn a good living so they can live mm. their best life that's so it awesome. definitely keeps me up yeah i bet and it and it bleeds on over uh after hours i'm sure oh it does yeah like this week i've been doing um 1 a.m 2 a.m just oh my gosh. late at night you know creating different ways to yeah. create that stability um so there's like and i noticed that there's whenever someone new comes in mm. i'm tired i'm exhausted um but but i think that's just me mm-hmm. like i feel like i have a strong sense of and it could be too much. Sometimes my wife will be like, I think you got to pump those brakes. Yeah, good. But it, it just feels like something inside me that I'm bringing someone in. And I'm if I, I'm, I'm going to do my best to get you to where you're wanting to be. Yeah. So that <clears throat> so that you're okay. Yeah. Because um, well, no, it's supporting them. Yeah. No, that's good, man. But yeah, I can see why you don't want to get up at uh, 4.30. Yeah. <laughs> to go get a workout in. Yeah. Well, maybe it'll slow down a little bit for you now. How long has that person been there? A couple weeks? Um, yeah, just, yeah, this will be second week. So not not too long. Yeah. Oh, good. I'd like to see you back out there. I could be posting more, too, at the workouts. What about you? What you been up to? Well, other than uh, grinding it at, uh, at work, trying to... Uh, what do you do for work? Yeah, uh, insurance. Insurance. <laughs> so, yeah, I think I've mentioned it in a previous episode. But, yeah, I've been working with uh, an F3 brother... Uh, double check brother he he brought me on uh state farm uh, a year ago Uh, so we just celebrated a year uh, being there i've learned a lot um that's crazy uh, i saw that post and i was like man a whole year yeah one year in the insurance business and you've leveled up a lot um yeah i think so um no more that nervousness well yeah no yeah some some of that's gone Uh, i came home the other night and i told told my wife how much i had written uh Mm -hmm. in one day it was a lot of applications. Nice. Um, you pulled up a piece of paper and got like two sentences. It, yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. But she said uh, it's so cool to be able to hear you say that you did that in a day, yeah. um, where a year ago, you know, it was hard to imagine um, the level of um, attention and and work that so many applications could be. Um, so yeah, it's it's neat. It's nothing. Um, you know, it's not the most exciting uh, gig in the world, but I, I do find enjoyment in helping people uh, financially and mm-hmm. uh, and to protect uh, their assets and other things. So it's it's fun, man. It's a uh, it's a fun gig. Um, then Good. yeah, and then uh, let's see. My daughter, she had a double hernia. Yeah, yeah. Man, surgery. She's a trooper. She's a beast, man. She was up 
two days later yeah like nothing happened that's awesome like nothing happened. that's that's straight you know definitely bloodline of your wife good yeah. for her yeah, absolutely she looks like me but she's she she fights like her mother there you go she's um she's strong determined little girl yep so um that was fun but you know like several months ago when we went through that rsv scare yeah. with her um kind of prepared us for for this one um my wife was a little bit more uneasy with in the fact that she was going to be put to sleep yeah. for the procedure so that was the most stressful part for her but i was i was very comfortable with the whole thing i thought the doctor was nice the staff was great um and they did a great job so that was that uh other than that man no just uh trying to determine which way we're going to take this uh this podcast has been a lot of fun um yeah it has been fun i know i pick on you and i get yeah. on you. i was telling you before we started um it's interesting because you know we met <clears throat> on a sunny day uh-huh it was windy <laughs> we locked eyes <laughs> no um no what was, was interesting you know i have not met a lot of people in my life that match my personality entirely yeah me either and there's like i i have a lot of ideas Mm. right there's like the dreamer and the realist mm-hmm. and i'm much more of a dreamer mm-hmm. so I, I come up with like things that i want to do accomplishments all, all of these things and i get excited about it mm-hmm. and my wife is a realist mm-hmm. which gives us a really good balance um but then you know i met you and i think you have a lot of dreamer too like me where it's like a lot of creativity mm-hmm. a lot of let's do this you know that can definitely be done yeah and it's interesting because i'm like man he keeps changing these ideas yeah and then my wife's like you do that too ah, and i'm good. like yeah and i'm like yeah i do <laughs> <laughs> this like, is why it bugs me <laughs> right you're, you go back and you tell liz i know how exactly how you feel now yeah and i'm sorry exactly exactly yeah <laughs> it's yeah i'm gonna try to reel some of that in um i think it's a good energy to have it um, is a good energy and um you know there's other areas to put that energy mm-hmm. you know once you have um once you have it dialed in yeah like the energy for the podcast is it's here it's right now it's it's it's, it's going to be a good product if you will mm-hmm. like it's going to it's going to provide a lot for a lot of people um and then so that creative energy now can be i can shift it somewhere else yeah you know i can go and and play music or do something yeah you know? yep. and then keep this as it is keep my career as it is while building mm-hmm. on both yeah and then and then do my uh creative energy dump on something else yeah so i'm looking forward to that part but it, it does feel good that we've gotten to an agreement like a place where we think that the yammer is going to be beneficial mm-hmm. for us and for them and uh and then uh yeah i'll celebrate to that today there we go it's a celebration well man let's get into the uh the meat of the episode yeah i mean of the episode toxic masculinity and, hey. the, and the boys right hashtag toxic masculinity imagine what kind of trash that might get yammer yeah right that <laughs> sorry was socially I appropriate it i got it wrong hey i've been doing uh i want to do the uh hashtag yammer time for people that are if anything that we're hashtagging i want to do yammer time okay okay y'all got that hashtag anything about this podcast will be hashtag yammer time yeah y-a-m-m-e-r t-i-m-e yeah just like that so look at that man i can spell you did a great job yeah your english is getting better it took me it took me that doctorate degree and i finally got it (laughs) praise the heavens (laughs) professor i didn't know there was an ing on the end of that word i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) but no let's uh let's get into toxic masculinity and i will um 
I'd like to share here what I shared with you earlier is that the, the term uh, toxic masculinity, I know I probably first heard it or paid attention to it a couple of years ago when it became like politicized. Um, like whenever, you know, Trump was all of a sudden like the face of like toxic masculinity mm-hmm. and it put, um, it, it probably did a disservice to the, to the actual, like what, what it is, um, when they politicized it, I think. And I'm not trying to go down that road, but, um, sounds like you just did. Yeah. Um, but Better cover your tracks, but I'm going to come back and I'll say it's flying solo here. You shared some articles with me, um, yesterday that I was able to read through and, it, and, it, and they were all like non-politicized articles. They're just talking about the issue of what really is uh, masculinity, um, and how it's affecting all of us. Mm-hmm. So I was able to identify more with those articles and with what I read, better than what I had perceived toxic masculinity to be from Mm -hmm. the media over the last couple of years. Yeah. So now, and if I'm feeling that way, I imagine that a lot of other guys, it's almost like, Hey man, you're, you're showing signs of toxic masculinity. You say that any guy that I know, Mm -hmm. I think they're going to be like, you know, that's some snowflake liberal BS, whatever. Uh, when it's not, it's not uh, what the intentions of the term are supposed to be. Yeah. Um, to me, I got especially one part of an article talking about toxic masculinity and that men um, that are suffering from this problem have an issue or tend to have an issue with identifying with their feelings, like feel it, accept it, then and then work on it. Mm-hmm. You know, like if if you come up, it was, you know, the 22 year old me telling me I needed to go to a uh, speak to a therapist or something or work on a particular issue was unheard of. Mm-hmm. Um, I would be, I would have been teased, <laughs> you know, and this is early in the back in the, uh, I guess the early two thousands or whatever, when I was at that age, I'd be like, you know, guys, life is really shitty right now. I'm going to go, you know, talk to a therapist about it. They would have called me every, you know, toxic word in mm-hmm. the book and, uh, and would have made me feel horrible about my decision to get help. Yeah. So I think that that's more so, Tell me if I'm wrong. Um, one of the uh, main parts of what is quote unquote toxic masculinity. So it's all yours. Yeah, I, I, I guess. Well, you know, I guess you were going into like this difference between toxic masculinity and like a straight up masculinity. So, so are you saying the difference for you and toxic masculinity would be if you go up to the boys and say, hey, guys, you know, life is all hard right now. I'm going to take that step and do therapy. And then they go, you know, damn, you're being a pussy. Yeah. You know, suck it up. Yeah. You're saying that 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 reply from them is toxic masculinity. Yeah. It's one of the ones that certainly stuck out to me. Yeah. I'm like, holy shit, that's been my whole life. You know, um, really up until, you know, now over the last 10 years, I've been able to surround myself with more Mm like-minded men that wouldn't necessarily, they would, they would be more supportive of it. Yeah. I'm just saying, you know, coming up, um, and I believe also in the same article is that we've come up this way um, and then inevitably and without knowing it, we're spilling that over into our children, too. Mm-hmm. Like if my boy falls out of a tree, I really am pretty mindful. Like when he when he hurts himself, I'm not like, get up, suck it up. Mm-hmm. You know, you're a boy. <laughs> like yeah. I, I, I know or I've known since I've had kids that that's not the right way to go about it. Yeah. Um, and, and I knew that's good. that those were going to have like negative connotations to it. Yeah. So we, I try not to do that. It's 
sometimes it comes out and it may i may not say do get up you're being a little girl mm-hmm. i may not say that but i may say something that has that effect to it yeah and i have to um be more conscious of, of doing that uh with keeping in mind that the amount of damage that, that could have on them you know yeah yeah um so that's kind of what i got out of the articles that i was reading there's some other things that that may not um have necessarily applied to to me personally mm-hmm. but i could certainly see it on a on a on a big scheme of things yeah that 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 certainly makes sense you know i think when you have like toxic masculinity two words mm-hmm. and then masculinity the toxic part right away is telling you that there's gonna be some grimy something messed up with the original one mm-hmm. and, and that's regardless of what term yeah you know toxic blank right away you're putting that there's something dark in there that, that shouldn't be in there so, so, so I think you're right that there's all these ways we can be masculine, which, which right, are healthy, which, which could be healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, there's perseverance, right? Mm-hmm. So that if you're going through something really heavy, um, you know, let's say myself as an immigrant, Latino immigrant, my par- my parents came from a third world country to the U.S. Like you know, typical stories you hear in books. Mm-hmm. You know, the shirt on their back. You know, my my dad was in the back of a tr- uh, trash truck, mm-hmm. right? So, and then he there's a lot of perseverance right he kept going kept pushing all the way to becoming a business owner and mm-hmm. with that you know it wouldn't be the toxic masculinity would be suck it up you know life is hard other people got it hard yeah but i think instead maybe what he was utilizing or persons in that category were utilized is just perseverance you keep going so that that could be that masculine part but i also think that it's not just solely masculine it could, it could be feminine too mm. you know any anyone in that category you know could could be in there um, and then you have like this toxic masculinity. So that would be right. Like you said, if your if your son is playing on the tree, falls off and then you go suck it up, stop being a girl mm-hmm. because right away your kid's going, Hey dad, thanks. I appreciate that. <laughs> you basically just told me suck it up. Mm. I can't vent and talk about how I feel because he's going to right because I'm going to be judged and criticized. Again. Number two, you told me stop being a girl which mm. means that a girl is lesser than me. Yeah. Right. So thanks, Dad. You're teaching me that someone is lesser than me. And thanks, Dad. You're teaching me not to share how I feel. Yeah. So a- now you've got this kid that grows up to be a man. And the man, based on these teachings, may have this toxic masculinity of seeing their counterparts. Right. Well, in this this case, we'll, we'll, we'll keep it simple and say male, female. And the male is seeing the female as lesser than. Which yeah. Is gonna, hurt them entirely in life yeah it kind of sets them up for for some major issues correct and then the uh, other is that bottle effect yeah i don't know if you ever heard of that that one like just where you have a bottle mm-hmm. it can only hold a certain amount amount before it explodes mm-hmm. so i think that happens a lot of, a lot of times with toxic masculinity where a guy will keep everything in and it explodes but yeah. you know the explosion is this anger outburst drug addiction mm-hmm. you know some shit happens mm-hmm. because of the toxic masculinity which is talk about how you feel let those feelings out um, and then also in your case you know if you're hanging out with the boys and you say hey guys i'm thinking about going to therapy and they give you one of those rough statements of you yeah know, stop being a punk blah 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 yes they're engaging in a toxic sense of masculinity also you got to take ownership your response to it yeah right because your response of or i'm not gonna do it that may mean that there's some toxic element in there where you don't hold your own empowerment mm-hmm. of what i'm doing shows strength instead it's i agree yeah. stop being a punk 
yeah, I'm not going to do this. I agree. I am being a punk versus their view is that I'm being a punk. I don't agree with their view. I think they can work on their view. What I'm about to do is empowerment, is growth, some real shit. Yeah. And I think um, if I'm if I'm looking back at my history in that, um, you know, I only put up with it for so long. You know, with 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 that as if if that was my circle, you know, of like those types of of guys, um, I was always looking for a way out because it didn't feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I didn't enjoy what I was what I was getting um, in that regard to that that toxicity. And it wasn't only in toxic. I mean, it was everything was toxic. You know, these guys couldn't hold jobs. You know, they couldn't mm-hmm. keep relationships. Uh, they it, they were just it was it was um, it wasn't healthy. So I, so I got out of there. But as a young man, I, I, it's it's a difficult place to be if you haven't quite yet found yourself. Mm-hmm. Like you're not confident in who you are and your decisions. Like you said, if 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 you know if you're a young man, or unfortunately, there's probably men that are, you know, our age or older that are still dealing with some of those pressures of saying, I've got a problem, I want to fix it. But if I do so and I share that with my circle, they're going to tell me that I'm being, you know, a, a you know, of any negative oh, yeah, kind of you want to put to it. Um, and then decide not to do it. And that's unfortunate to be this far in life and, and not be able to to understand that 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 uh, help is there and it's important and you should go get it. Yeah. Um, I think there's also, too, you know, like you said, people that can take that leap. But I've also ran into individuals that knowingly will say some shit mm-hmm. highlighting toxic masculinity. Had an individual I ran in um, and they were discussing a peer of theirs that was in a professional realm, like a, mm. like a professional realm of you know doctorate degrees individuals, and the guy, older individual, commenting on a female there, mm-hmm. you know, letting her know he likes it when she wears skirts, <laughs> right? So then it's like, well, what the fuck, right? Mm-hmm. Who are you? like what? Yeah. How does that spill out of your mouth? A in a work setting, and then B, how have you gotten through life? this This long Mm -hmm. letting words out of your mouth in that manner and you know some people may be listening and go well that's not a big deal and that's where you want to be able to really practice a deep deep level of empathy and think about get out of your shoes get out of your heart get out of your eyes get out of your ears and imagine you have a daughter yeah you know put yourself in those shoes put yourself in your mother's shoes put yourself in a female's shoes where you really hold that value so that you're able to go and feel you know, you're showing up and you're doing your best at work. And then someone gives you this comment. They could have given you any other comment. They could have said, I really like when you show up on time. I really like when, <laughs> when you turn in these things and, you know, you're just doing really wonderful at work. Yeah. I wonder if, um, I'll just throw this out there, and I'm not necessarily meaning it for to be my perspective. But isn't there like a, there's a fine line between a compliment and it being, you know, it falls one way and it's it's got all these negative consequences behind it falls the other way it's a compliment it's like a fine line like if you were to compliment someone on a on a blouse or a shirt or a pair of shoes correct know? yeah and i think a lot of that has to do with the level of vulnerability you have with a person mm. so you know let's say you and your wife go out and you're walking through target and you yeah. honestly see another female and you're like you know what i like her skirt mm-hmm. i think it's a good skirt so as you're walking Mm-hmm. She comes closer, and then now you're in the same line. So you tap her on the shoulder while mm-hmm. you're waiting to check out to the cashier. Mm-hmm. And you go, excuse me, miss, that skirt looks really good on you. <laughs> right? You're, mm-hmm. And then your wife turns to you and goes, you know what? It does. 
Mm. Husband, what a great compliment you provided. Mm. End of story. Fuck no. Mm. It doesn't it doesn't go like that. And, and then why mm. you may think about it is because you know, we have these levels of vulnerability with people, mm-hmm. meaning the access we give someone. So you and your wife give each other access because of the intimacy you built over the years. Mm-hmm. But this person you don't know, they haven't given you that access. And access is earned through respect, through time, through love, compassion, integrity. Mm-hmm. So then you look at what are the layers? Mm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's sort of, it, it kind of boils down to a, a, an appropriate place. In Appro- time. I think, I think appropriateness. Yeah. And then I think with, I think looking back at you before you let words out of your mouth, you think about what effect does this have on someone? And then what right do I have to share this with someone else? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And do you think <clears throat> if you had like a lens and you could like zoom around, you know, the world and, 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 focus in on on things do you think it's on average that that men act inappropriately towards their counterparts towards the females of the world you know what i mean yeah like in some parts of the world you might think um you know in in like iran right now where they're you know the women are fighting for the right to not wear a hijab Mm -hmm. not to cover um, and they feel like it's their right to, to, to make that choice. But culturally, you know, it's all the men are, in, not all the men, but there's got to be a lot of men in Iran thinking this is crazy. Like this is the way we've been doing things for thousands of years or hundreds of years or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, to them, it's, it's not toxic masculinity. But it, I mean, if, if you did that here, where men all of a sudden wanted their women to cover up, you know, that would be toxic overflow. <laughs> yeah yeah no i i agree with you, you. Know? i think i think the question you're asking because i don't i don't have that in front of me sure would be much more of an experience one yeah you know, just, like for instance from your experience as a white male mm. what type of toxic masculinity have you seen among your peers other white guys um again it kind of goes back to that that you know circle of influences like you're nowadays not so much coming up growing up a ton you know um and you would see it from the from the kids fathers really mm-hmm. all the way down yeah and then it it was just a terrible timing but again i, I kind of chalked that up to being uh young men coming up in the world and we we were all products of you know my dad used to uh one of his favorite pastime activities i think he's not here to to confirm or deny um but you know uh would whistle at ladies coming out of a gas station and i always always think it was so embarrassing as a kid like seven and then you hear you got your dad over here in the driver's seat whistling it especially like larger women he would always whistle at them. i'm like what are you doing it's so embarrassing but can you imagine like that's um that's not something you want to do with your little boy mm-hmm. you know at least yeah. now knowing it um it's just inappropriate and not polite yeah. you know and 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 maybe the women that he would whistle at were offended or felt you know mm-hmm. a, a negative they probably didn't take it as like a flattering yeah <laughs> they probably took it as a negative um a whistle uh so just coming up like that you know there's all this weirdness yeah i used that, to yeah i used to go to like uh i would pretend to be lost in a restaurant and he would be like go over there and and you know talk to this lady 
And I would. I'd be like, hey, I can't find my chair. And she'd be like, oh, my gosh, let's go find your, your seat. And then she would bring me over to my dad. Like, it was just this weird. So you were his wingman. I was, man, at seven. And it's like, and he's got a damn wife at home. You know, like it was yeah, just that's rough. strange. And uh, whenever I hone in and I look at things like these toxic masculinity articles, um, <clears throat> it just reminds me of of uh, how I was a witness to a lot of yeah. it coming up. Um, and then I'm like, gosh, you know, if we carry traits of our parents. Yeah, you, totally. You know, and I'm like, I'm hoping that wasn't one of them. I'm sure mm-hmm. it was more so uh as a teenager young man yeah coming up uh, but i but i think it, it never really connected with my yeah with my heart and my soul so i'd never really attached to those groups mm-hmm. of uh of guys where that toxic yeah uh, was uh very very much part of of uh who they are but what's most interesting now is is going to be able to i want to pay attention to like my day-to-day mm-hmm. and see if there's times where i'm coming off as like a what's the word misogynist misogynist like a like a pig whatever they used to call him like i just don't want to be an asshole yeah and and a lot of times i probably don't know i'm being an asshole so it's fun to bring attention to it and then uh i want to be able to show my wife and my daughter and other women in my life respect Mm -hmm. and if what i've been doing has been disrespectful you know i apologize but um no it's important and i think for guys our age and in this time and age 2023 i'll go back to that you know the the term they've really done a disservice to it i think the toxic masculinity if i told anybody like hey you're you're showing a lot of uh toxic masculinity traits i'm gonna throw up a wall like, maybe, right? maybe that's the problem right? you know? like even earlier like the comment it's interesting your experiences as a kid because mine are very similar coming from a hispanic hmm. um there, a lot of times in, in the latino culture enough not for all individuals um, yeah. at least through my eyes it's all a good amount of um masculinity that went in the wrong direction i think you know when you look at hey dude this shit that you just said has some toxic masculinity and, <laughs> and they put a wall up i think that's part of the problem or yeah. even earlier you know as i'm evaluating what I, what I said about the skirt if someone comments hey that skirt looks really good on you mm. I think maybe I could be corrected and go, well, that deserves a conversation. Meaning that mm-hmm. if I don't know something, it's important for me to talk about it. So like if I sit down with a peer, mm-hmm. this individual and go, hey, dude, what you just did, that was some toxic masculinity shit. Mm-hmm. And they put a wall up. That's part of the issue. Mm-hmm. Because it should instead be a moment of educate me. Like if I did something wrong, yeah. it serves me to learn from you what I did wrong so I so I stopped making that stupid mistake. Yeah. Right. Like, and I should be thankful to you. Yeah. And if I find myself in a situation where there's a female and there's something I could say that highlights toxic masculinity, maybe a constructive way to go about it would be I talk to my spouse. I talk to other women in my circle yeah. and gain education and say, you know, what, where, where's that line? You know, teach me from your perspective. Teach me from your end. And it removes my subjective view and I become more objective. I become more of a student, you know, help me learn how to be this, how to be that. And again, I get away from my own ego thinking, wow, that's just blah, blah, blah. That's it right Um, there. And, 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 uh, you know, this toxic masculinity is such an interesting topic because it doesn't shy away from circles of development. Like Mm. you'll find it in a circle of educated people. Mm -hmm. You'll find it in a circle of individuals 
um, working out in yeah. the morning, right? Yeah. You'll find it in a circle of people with money. Yeah. Like you find it in all sorts of circles. Yeah, it's everywhere. Now, what you don't find is sometimes you hear it and you stay silent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think that goes with um, any of our social issues uh, when we see it. You know, it's it's a tough one. Um, you know, you mentioned the ego. There's a difference between having someone say or suggest to you that what you're doing or saying is coming off as like a toxic masculinity trait or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then to not throw your walls up. It takes a certain type of guy to be able to be like, hmm, you might be right. Let's talk more about that if if you don't mind. You know what I mean? Like that's taking the ego that's jumping right in the way of it. Yeah. Picking it up and setting it aside and wanting to expand your 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 thought process and all this yeah which is uh well, that's part of the solution ego ego too and i was just quickly looking this up like traits of unhealthy or toxic masculinity mm-hmm. unconditional physical toughness discrimination against people that aren't heterosexual mm-hmm. physical aggression fear of their emotions so that would be the ego part like mm-hmm. fear of going i could be wrong mm-hmm. hyper independence you know, that's where you think you don't need any help like i'm, I'm good i'm flying solo right (laughs) sexual aggression or violence uh, anti-feminist behavior and and you know these things i'm trying to get better at it myself Mm -hmm. with not being silent Mm -hmm. this is a nice quote by martin luther king you probably heard it our lives begin to end the day we become silent about things that matter Mm -hmm. so then you know you're kind of thinking how many times have i stood around people quote-unquote friends quote-unquote we're hanging out we're having a good time and they said something that if I weren't here and they said this in front of my kid, mm-hmm. I would be upset. Yet I remain silent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, what am I doing? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literally. And you know, it's it's fun too because you um, you know, our friendship has been nice because sometimes I'll say things and you're like, hey. <laughs> let's let's circle back and like just I, I just want you to see what you said mm-hmm. and then um and then i kind of take it you know however i want like I'll, I'll go home and i'll think about it or i'll sit down with nora uh, my wife and i'll say hey what about this comment mm-hmm. is it is it is it shitty and she's yeah. like yeah of course it's shitty i'm like damn it pop is right <laughs> you know so we've been able to do that yeah. and, I, and i appreciate it and it is one of those um ego checkers mm-hmm. you know um 10 years ago, we could have been having the same conversation. You'd be like, you know, Matt, that was a little blank. And I'd be like, well, this friendship isn't going to go anywhere. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's hurting my ego. Um, but not today, obviously. I appreciate it. So, yeah, keep me, keep me in check. Because I'm going to keep, keep spitting out some of the, the, the shittiness I'm unaware of. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I think, I think that's the honesty with it. You know, like you growing up as a kid, yeah. the things where I grew up where it was, you know, like, you know, growing up, I didn't do a lot of the chores. Mm. That was from a, my Hispanic household. Yeah. That was the female's job. Yeah. Right. So I, and I, I grew up and I met my wife who's American, white, Caucasian. Mm-hmm. And she's like, fuck that. You're gonna, you know, you better learn how to do some laundry. That's it. You better learn how to wash some dishes. <laughs> <laughs> you better learn how to multitask, go to work and come home and do some stuff. Yeah. And and it's it's a cultural clash, right? But that element of 
we call it machismo mm-hmm. you know we can connect to the word toxic masculinity was you know well, no these things are above me i don't do these things i had to you know i had to learn just maybe like you know you're, you're learning over and over to go which learned behaviors yeah which lessons which items that my saw as a kid or on the news do i honestly need to go can to let that go mm-hmm. and i think going back to your original item you said the media mm-hmm. the media does put a lot of fluff mm-hmm. it also shows us hey here's a character where there's some toxic masculinity mm-hmm. um like the, the show the boys on mm-hmm. amazon prime mm-hmm. you know superheroes and all that mm-hmm. like you'll see some toxic stuff in there <laughs> so it's good to see it to go okay that's you know that person is being racist mm-hmm. that person is being prejudiced that person's um you know they think they're above the world mm-hmm. and and that's what it looks like so now i know what it looks like yeah and i and i don't want to go in that direction yeah it kind of boils down to uh awareness and just awareness and open-mindedness and and quite literally opening your eyes mm-hmm. humility yeah humility and just just i think that'll make a huge difference if, if every if every man on the planet could agree that they're just going to watch their shittiness as yep. it relates to masculinity and mm-hmm. how you know masculinity in and of itself is a great thing but it's that toxic part that you got to watch out for is it doing more harm than it is good you know and it, it just just look at it just just um try to do better yep um i like that man do you have anything else you want to touch on the subject no i was looking up just healthy masculinity from a you know quick reference and i mean it goes into everything that we said Mm -hmm. you know looking at validating your feelings um never using control or violence embracing those deep emotions never using gender-based attributes to bully or discriminate check check check. finding strength you know when you cry being able to cry uh never using language that you know breaks down women girls being vulnerable asking for help owning up when you've you know been called out Mm. uh, having interest and what other people are doing versus thinking that what you're doing is is the only way valuing you know individuals that are different from you um, being aware, and it, go, and it goes back. You yeah, know, it goes back to that awareness. There's a the term in uh, if we go into a little tangent on racial aspects, what are called microaggressions, mm-hmm. right? Um, like Latinos, <clears throat> you're you're all hard workers, <laughs> but you know you go a little bit too far, then you have this microaggression, right? So then it's like, hey, that's offensive, mm-hmm. um, and it goes in all sorts of categories. And, you know, those are things I've heard throughout my whole life growing up. Yeah, of course. Um, and it's important for individuals, you know, when you when you have this toxic masculinity, because I'm sure it comes out in me, I'm sure it comes out in you, and so many of us as males, that we just pump the brakes. And when somebody goes, hey, this is, like, you can't say that, that our reaction to it is, okay, let me, let me slow down. <clears throat> yeah, if nothing else. Yeah. If nothing else. Just, yeah, let me slow down, let me stop, and let me think about <clears throat> what it is that you're addressing here yeah and then uh and then uh find some people to have a conversation with about it yep i love it man hey you got any uh challenges for us yeah stage three (laughs) of the podcast right the challenge i'm ready for some uh some action yeah you know for the week 
maybe we should stick to the same area yeah now, now that we've gotten into it and you know we're, we're moving the pot around a little bit it's simmering change happens when we engage in the actions not just talk about it all day yeah so the challenge could be that you have those hard conversations with yourself with others and, and you know send send us uh mm. was it a tweet yeah tweet hashtag yammer time yeah but but how do let's see how do we make that into an actual challenge like if i yeah. did it i would go on there and i would put i need to get better at being vulnerable i need to get ready to respect mm-hmm. my body when it wants to cry yeah uh how do you put that into a challenge right maybe, maybe that could be it like you know the challenge is eliminating toxic masculinity in your life and what we're wanting you to do is we're wanting you to reflect on yourself and identify what you can work on to chop away at that word toxic so that all you're left with left with is um, masculinity yeah i like it and and then we could do that probably in a way of um at least for me i'm i'm thinking you know each day when i do a journal entry i'll mm-hmm. i'll acknowledge you know that they're that it's a problem and then uh you know for me it's going to help that i that i jot down that i'll go into my day with awareness mm-hmm. and look for those um areas that might be um considered toxic right and then to keep track of them throughout the week mm-hmm. and so i can if if nothing else um in doing that i'll be mindful yeah of it you know and then i know that in the mornings when i write it down that if I go in, it's two o'clock in the afternoon, and this is something that I wrote down at five o'clock this morning, it's just always on my mind. So I'll see it. I might say something, and I'm like, damn, there it was. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, that's, that's the shit we were talking about this morning. So that's kind of like my goal. I think if, if others want to join me in the challenge, then, then I'm going to approach it probably in the way of putting it on paper. And, and that helps me be mindful of it. If you have a different way, of tracking it or whatever mm-hmm. or making it mindful then some guy might want to put it up on a sticky note on his rear view mirror or something that might yeah. work but just some way and then maybe at the end of the week i will sit i'll tweet something Uh oh and i'll be like this is from episode blah 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 yeah um i was able to learn or uh identified mm-hmm. or i was aware of um and then uh blank 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 hashtag yammer time Yep. <laughs> so we can kind of go back and look through some of these things. Uh, and, 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 and doing that thing helps create some accountability it does, yeah. uh, for us as listeners and uh, host. So I'm, I'm down for it. Anything else you want to add? No, I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful. Yeah, I'm hopeful that everyone treats this a bit more than a strong conversation and one that requires uh, that, that last component of action. I think what's nice, too, is you know, even with such a hard topic, if you go back to a fundamental level, mm-hmm. I can guarantee that everyone listening, at some in some way, you want to be better. Yeah, you want to be stronger. You want to be a better you. And and here here's the key element: you uncover this area of toxic masculinity. That right away helps you be a better you. And it's a hard thing to face. And and the simplicity to it is this: I'm going a little tangent. If if I struggle with toxic masculinity, and mine is that I don't let myself feel my emotions like mm. I, I, I belittle myself for crying i tell myself to suck it up the moment that i stop doing that and actually let myself cry mm. and i let myself feel i'm literally creating this water like waterfall like mm. it's just coming out of growth 
Mm-hmm. Because all those times that I've held myself back of not crying, of not feeling, I am literally doing that, holding myself back. And you can't grow if you're holding yourself back. Mm-mm. Yeah, that's good. Hell yeah. So I want you to... <laughs> I want you to take a picture of yourself crying and I want you to tweet it. About to. <laughs> about to. I'm about to let it out now. You know, uh, uh, there, I don't know how long it's been since I've. Um, 1919. Felt like that, you know what I mean? Where I'm like just sobbing. It's been a while. Um, but uh, that'll be a fun challenge. So look out for that from uh, Poppy over there. Yep. <laughs> Sorry. I'm going right into toxic. I'm going right into toxicity. I'm, I'm like, not letting it bother me, though. <laughs> that's it. That's, that's I'm good. That's it. That's, I'm crying right now. <laughs> that's Looking what, you right in the eyes. Just letting it flow. Yeah. For all the listeners out there, it's happening. He's got tissues and everything else. Old Poppy. All right, buddy. Let's uh, let's cut it here and uh, tune in uh, next week for another episode of the uh, Yammer. Yep. Tune in. We'll see you then. Be there. Oh.